Focus Target Podcast with you once again, recording live on May 25th, year of our Lord 2020. It is Memorial Day, so happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. If you've got somebody that uh, you would like to remember, um, you know, please do so. It, it's a it's a day of remembrance, and um, we are here with season two, episode 46. Uh, your host Smiley, my two cohorts, Shy and Van. What's going on, gentlemen? Buddy. I think you should also mention that we're still in quarantine, sort of. Still still in quarantine-ish, uh, I guess. I mean, I know that the regulations are lifting in different phases across the country. Um, I heard I heard California, or at least L.A., was locked down pretty for another couple weeks. Is that right? Yeah, they're but out I of heard control. About that. No, they're locked down for like a few more months. Okay, yeah. I heard the governor was... Which is was, ridiculous. Uh, but Riverside County, which is one county over to the right, which is where I live in, um, we just got into phase 2.5 where they're going to start opening dine-in restaurants again. So Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't heard any news of that around here. I'm just waiting for hockey to come back. Like, this talks every day I check the news to see what the what just, like the, the NHL is working on it. So NASCAR you, came back last week. I'm not a huge NASCAR <laughs> fan, but regardless, it just shows that sports are kind of yeah. coming back. It was and the big... NBA just announced either today or yesterday that they're bringing it back in July. So did, did you guys see there was a golf tournament where Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning played against Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady? Oh my god, that would have been awesome. I heard of yeah. people talking crap about it's Tom crazy. Brady. <laughs> well, I'm mean, always down for that. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's, just, that's just a good pastime. You know? That's how, right. I see NASCAR coming back because everybody's encapsulated in their own vehicle. But oh, how perfect. do you do yeah, socially yeah. distanced hockey? I don't. I don't really understand. So how that's what I work. what I've heard is that they're gonna basically centralize. There's nothing's final, but what I've heard is they're gonna centralize it to two different cities, and yeah. um, basically have the teams come in, be tested, be quarantined, and play each other. There wouldn't be any fans or anything. But like I think the idea is like if all the players can test negative for the virus then they're safe to interact with each other. And so that makes you sense. Could, you know, and the same that's... thing with NASCAR, like that's one of the best things you could watch on TV without fans. Right. Cause yeah. like the, 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 the viewership <laughs> outweighs it. Like, yeah. Ridiculously. Yeah. So there's nobody there. There's yeah. no, there's no fans. Um, the, the, the benches were empty. And then if you look at the pit crew, they're all fully clothed from head to toe because of safety gear. Right. So they have fire retardant. They got all the shields. They got freaking masks on. They got helmets, everything. So, I don't know, man. I don't know how much more protected you can get in the pit either. So, so yeah. Well, whatever, whatever your city to our listeners, whatever your city's uh, current rules are, you know, stay safe. Be careful out there. Don't think just because uh, things are opening up that the the risk is completely gone. Yeah. You still, just don't be stupid. Yeah. Use common sense. Well, you know, that's something that's in short supply these days. I feel like but, uh, <laughs> that's a podcast for another time. We are here to talk about video games. It's our video game week. We are going to talk today about Shop Titans, a game that uh, has has taken a lot of our time, all three of us, and has not gotten the airtime on the podcast that it probably deserves. And we're going to talk a little bit about Final Fantasy XI Mobile, a game that may or may not ever come to pass. Um, but before that, we have a question of the day that we like to do. Our question of the day today, uh, kind of hearkening back to our last week's conversation about video game movies. Uh, and we answered this, I think, a little bit on the last podcast, but we want to delve a little bit deeper. What movie would you most like uh, seen turn into a video game? Uh, is there a, a movie out there that you think would, would translate to a, a fun game to play? Um, and if so, what console would you like to see it on or you, would you think it would fit best on? 
Uh, so I'm going to start with Van. Van, what uh, what movie becomes a game to you? So, like, the first ones that came to mind were Harry Potter, which has already been converted oh. into a video game, which was a really good video game, too, by the way. It's, I think it's a, it's a, a series of video games. And then the uh, next one is was... There, is there something beyond the Lego Harry Potter? I know there's yeah, a Lego like a, Harry Potter. Is there a full fledged like Harry PC, Potter one? Yeah, PC. I was playing oh, like full okay. on Harry Potter games, like oh. by book and stuff. It was pretty fun. Like you're going cool. around collecting jelly beans, and there's all these mini games and all this fun stuff. Um, Let's check that out. That sounds dope. It's a fun <laughs> game too. I'll, I'll try Harry to find Potter. it. I'll see if I still have it. And then the next one, I was like, well, Lord of the Rings. Same exact thing though. That's already been converted <laughs> into full fledged so video games, and yeah. they are very good. Like some of them are, mm. are awesome games. I actually some like some of them. Some of them are some <laughs> of them hit or miss. Are better than others. Hit or miss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Let's do that. <laughs> so then I was like, where does this leave me? And then I think the next one, I don't think it's a video game yet, but Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it would be an awesome video game. Oh yeah. Because it has adventuring, it has seascaping, which is something that we like done in the past on arc age and really enjoyed i can imagine like the boat building and just general crafting of weapons and swords and making guilds together with pirate factions and battleship battles and all this fun stuff so it just sounded like it'd be a really good game so i'm going with yeah. pirates of the caribbean just Man, the first one though because it's all fucking weird ones yeah. like episode three and four and all that crap <laughs> Man, have you ever played the assassin are you did you ever get into the assassin's creed games at i all? did not None of them, not a single it one. It wouldn't be exactly the same, but Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is, like, you basically huh. play as a pirate, like, as an assassin, as a yeah. pirate, and you can, like, develop your own you ship, and you, like, hunt down, like, notorious ships on the sea. It's, like, it's really open world, really, there's a lot of really awesome. cool mechanics it was, in that game. It was pretty well received, too. Like, I think that was the last Assassin's Creed that I thought did really well. After that, they kind of... Well, now I think they're coming back up, but there was, like, Maybe a, they're coming back. There was, there was a... Uh, yeah. It got madnized a little bit after that one, I think. But yeah. All right, Shai, what about you? What uh, what would you like to see turned into a into a video game? I'm surprised. Oh, Van uh, sorry, Van. What uh, what system would you like to see that on? Uh, PC. You, oh, you like a PC? I think you just do it better. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. All right go so ahead. Shai. Like graphic wise and all that stuff. Um, I'm surprised Van didn't go with this. I, th- I would say Star Wars. Sorry, well, that's, um, <laughs> that's so uh, the same. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> that was yeah, um, it was a bad, bad. It was a troll comment. Um, it was same, yeah, okay, same thing you. as Van Van's Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, so many games have been made of Star Wars. Um, I was thinking, I was trying to think of a good game. I think a good movie. One one thing I'd like to see made because I think they, they could do a good job with it would be the Fast and the Furious series into a game. And I think you could oh. if you made like basically took like a game almost like Just Cause, which is all about this like crazy like acrobatics and extreme yeah. sports and you combine like really solid racing mechanics from a series like uh, well not, i don't even know if i would say it was really solid i would take a game like burnout or like a really arcadey yeah. like high speed intense yeah. racing game and, and yeah. mesh those together into like an open world game and if you even got like licensing of like vin diesel and the rock and jason statham and you could like maybe pick a character and they'd have different traits, you know, like you, like if you watch, if you've seen the movies, they all have different kind of personalities and different specialties. Right. So you'd play as maybe like Jason Statham would be like kind of more of like a hand melee fighter and like, you know, jump around. Um, I did not fact check this. There may already be a game like this out there. Um, but uh, I, yeah, like I feel like I see, I feel like of... I see Van like <laughs> doing. Well, doing it reminds me a lot right of Need for Speed. Need for Speed Underground, which was oh. a game that I played a long time ago, which was like about the racing scene. I mean, it's called Underground. And you had personalities, and you were supposed to beat these people to earn respect and all this stuff. And it it's sort of along the same lineage. And it is Need for Speed, so it's more arcadey than simulation. Um, but, yeah, I, I think 
because the familiar film familiarity with the characters like that would be an element of coolness doing like a, a straight up conversion well i think we could yeah. do I, yeah sorry no i was just gonna say what uh platform would you want that on if you were if you're gonna play or if you would, what like what do you think yeah. it would work work best on? I think I honestly think a game like that'd be fun to play on console. I think that uh I think one of the best things about console is just being able to kick back on a couch. I know that you can do that with Steam and like big picture mode and you can like, you know, play other you know, you can play with a controller on a computer, but I feel like that would be a very much like just a controller friendly game. And if you made it, like if they made it right, it could be a game that like you know, you could sit down with like your roommate or your wife or your girlfriend or whatever, you know, boyfriend and like and just have someone like there with you, and maybe it would almost feel like they're watching a movie while you're playing a game. You know, maybe not a perfect one-to-one. You know, um, I would take that one step further. I agree with you. Console would be like awesome, but I would take it one step further and do like VR console. Because one thing I, I I find difficult about racing games is not being able to see the turn up ahead or look through mm-hmm. the corner when you're when you're actually driving. And I know this is getting a little more simulation than arcade, but like to be able to look left and see where the air, where the aircraft, where the vehicle is, or to your right, or the corners coming up would be a lot easier. Like would just add an awesome element to racing too. So. I think PSVR yeah. is what I'm hearing. <laughs> PSVR. Um, I think another cool PS5. thing could be if they made like uh, if it was like a new entry in the series and they treated it that way. You know, if like fi- like Fast Furious Ten was a video game. You know, and it was like that's how uh, you experienced that episode told of the story. Tone, told and, the tone story, essentially. Well, and maybe it was like a main entry, even. You know, then Final Fantasy Eleven was a movie. Oh, not Final Fantasy Eleven. Now I'm getting confused. Uh, Fast and Probably Furious 16, Eleven. You mean? Um, yeah, Fast and Furious Eleven. Um, sorry. So there you go. I see. Interesting. That's an interesting idea. Um, I mean, they did that a little bit with uh, the Matrix. They had like, uh, remember, in between the second and third one. They came out with a Matrix video game that told some of the story between the second and third one. And it was considered the canonical, like if you wanted to experience that interlude, it was basically like what one of the characters was doing in between those movies. And uh, so there's definitely a precedent for that. <clears throat> I think, like you said, with the way as far as video games have come graphically and cinematically, like you certainly could, I think, tell a compelling story that would be watchable in a way. Uh, Especially on like a PS4, so uh, I, I'm so shy. Made fun of me, but uh, I think I mentioned last time I would pick Star Wars uh, very specifically. I feel like I mean, there's been a million Star Wars games made, but I want what I want, what I've always wanted since I was a kid is like a Final Fantasy IV version of the Star Wars original trilogy that you played through. Like, I think that game, the mechanics of that game, the way the party system works in Final Fantasy IV, if you've never played it, is you never, you don't ever get to swap characters in and out. They swap in and out based on the story, based on where you are. So, like, you know, you'll have a group of three, and then somebody leaves and somebody else comes, and then maybe somebody comes back. I think that works really well with with something like Star Wars, where, like, maybe you're following... You know, you start with R2-D2 and C-3PO as your party members, and you're going through the first part, and then you pick up Luke, and then you pick up Ben Kenobi, and then, you know you know what I mean? Like, you gain yeah. and lose party members as you go through the story, and you play a traditional JRPG experience of the original Star Wars trilogy. I would love that. I've always wanted to see that. I, I've, I've always thought it would translate pretty well, and it's never been made. But since I mentioned that last week, I'll throw a secondary one out. Um, I think um, that it would be really cool to see. Um, oh my god, I forgot! I forgot what it was. I forgot it. I picked something out uh, as a secondary thing while Shy was talking. Then uh, 
the, no, the Fast and the Furious stuff. Like, Michael I should have written it down. Yeah. Independence Day? No. Independence no, Day. I... Like I said, that's already got a pretty cool one. I'll, uh, I'll have to think about it. I'm sure I'll come back to it. So I'll interject in the middle of when we're talking about something else. I'm sure. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do it or I'll do a cleanup corner next week. Like, I, how embarrassing. Like, I was literally just thinking of, oh, that would be a cool. That'd be a cool, uh, a cool game, but I'm an idiot. So, um, cool. Um, so that's, 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 that's the question of the day. If you can remember what I was thinking, send us a message. Let me know what I forgot. Um, you know, we'll have our contact info at the end of the podcast. So let's get into the meat of it today. Um, we're talking about, uh, kind of, we're, we're going to look at mobile games a little bit today. And we're going to look at a game we're all currently playing and then a game that potentially we might play in the future. Those being shop Titans and final fantasy 11 mobile. Um, what was that? I miss it. He's, he's putting game in quotes. Oh, game. Oh, right. <laughs> well, right, let's start. Let's jump right in. Cause, cause van doesn't believe in mobile games. Um, he, he feels that they're illegitimate in, in some ways. And yet I have seen him really, uh, show up a lot in our guild in, in a game called shop Titans. So we've talked That's about shop daughter. Titans a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> we've talked about shop Titans, uh, a little bit on this podcast, but in case you missed it, uh, shop Titans is a mobile game where you, um, take the role of a shop manager that crafts weapons, armor, gear for heroes. Uh, outfits those heroes and sends them in the dungeons to get materials to craft other things and sells those materials to the townsfolk. Uh, it's a collaborative group game where you join a guild uh, and all work together to upgrade the town that offers services to your shop. And uh, it's kind of a, I mean, it's kind of an endless grind game. It's one of those games where you craft things to make money so that you can craft more things better to sell more things to make more money and just kind of, you know, there's not really a point to it other than, you know, uh, uh, playing it. It's a mobile game. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. It is a mobile game. Uh, they want you to keep no, playing. <laughs> there's no real gotcha aspect to it, which is nice. Um, but it definitely does have a couple paywalls um, that aren't too onerous, but 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 can feel... Um, I, I definitely want to get into that. But anyway, um, I would like to ask uh, you guys. Uh, so I've been playing uh, Shop Times for quite a while. I, I think I was the one who introduced it on the podcast a couple months ago. And uh, and now I've finally gotten you guys to, to try it out. And it seems like you like it. But I'd like to hear your experiences. And we're going to talk to Van first, who doesn't believe in mobile games. Um, what has what has caught your interest about this one? Why have you stuck with this one now for, I mean, how long has it been? A couple weeks at least. Yeah, it's been probably three weeks if not just a three little bit longer yeah. and the only reason I, I say that is because I, I remember we've gone we not surprisingly we always run short on our this gonna drive at the end and I, i've wanted to speak about it for like the past couple weeks which is why we um after last week's episode said you know what why don't we just block it out since all of us are playing it and it's novel to myself at least and um i think a little bit to shy but um but yeah so i started playing it three and a half weeks ago um and I uh, hate to admit that I am hooked. I like it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, what I what I I mean, there's a lot I like about it. And I don't want to go on for like 15 minutes, so I'll just talk about a few things. I really like that they're the th one of the things that I've hated and protested about um, a lot that you've heard as listeners of the podcast is that forcing you to spend money, right? That, that you mentioned the paywall, and I, I do want to get into that a little bit because I'd like to hear what you think, you know, the paywalls are in the game. Uh, but maybe I haven't reached them yet or I, my perception is just different, I don't know. But um, it it feels very 
free to play friendly. Um, and there's, it doesn't feel like there's this huge difference between whether you pay, pay money to the game or not in your progression. There is noticeable difference, but it seems, at least to me right now, only three weeks in, very minor and something I could live without. Um, and still enjoy the game, um, all the features of the game. So, like, some of the features aren't locked behind paywalls, or at least I haven't found that yet, so I can still enjoy all the features, just maybe to a, a slightly lesser degree, but it's not like, hey, you can't even partake in this at all, period, or something like that. So, uh, I really like it. The progression seems um, fast enough to continue to be intriguing and slow enough to continue to feel um, like accomplishment when you, do, when you do get the levels. Yeah, worth the effort. Um, I love the variety of items. I do like that it's not like yes, you're you're doing a single tap to craft an item, but they all have individual characteristics. It's not all weapons will be stone and this element, like each one has a different element tethered to it. Sometimes you even have to go back and craft other things to craft that specific element. So I do really like the crafting aspect and then the fact that you could just make it yours so that you have the sense of ownership because you could change the layout and all this fun stuff. So there's there's just a lot to it, and then I'm sure we'll We'll get into it, and I said I didn't want to be long-winded, but I have already. But um, so far, it's just really good, and, and I can't wait till we start talking about like the community aspects of it, and then some of the things I don't like as well. So, but so far, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and looking forward to continuing to play. Chai? Um, yeah, I've been enjoying the game. I think I'm a little more used to mobile games, so um, I've <laughs> I've been playing a bunch. Um, I. I feel it does feel different. I agree with Van about the like free to play friendly nature of it, and it just it, like a different type. Like I feel like we're both you know we're playing several games right now that I would consider to be fairly free to play friendly, based like just within a realm of like you can still experience all if not a bunch of the game if it's free to play. And I, I would think Shop Shop Titans definitely fits into that as well. Um, I think Shop Titans maybe seems a little a little friendlier. Like it just doesn't really feel like like you really just you set what you want to do. <laughs> like it, there's not like a lot of like <clears throat> I feel like there's not a lot in the game that's forcing you to do something. You know, you decide what you want, what you want to craft. You decide if you want to start mastering certain recipes, if you want to pick up bounties, different things. Um, and I guess unless you're in a guild where they're dictating what you want to do, you know, there's not really like a, a set path, which is kind of interesting. It's a little more freeform than I guess, uh, free, you know, mobile games I've played in the past, which have been much more like, here's a new story chapter, like clear all the missions in the story chapter, do the hard mode now, you know, here's an event, like do the event, like the one thing that I would say that feels standard mobile game in Shop Titans is the monthly or, I don't know, whatever it is now, bi-weekly. Or, it's, been, it's been like um, bi-weekly lately. Usually, um, historically, it was monthly. I think they upped it because of the quarantine. They've kind of made their events a little bit more frequent just to give some people something to focus on, but... Gotcha. So basically, in Shop Titans, there's a there's a regular event that takes place over a weekend where you basically have um, like special dungeons you can raid and like some bosses that will appear at different tiers, and you're basically as a guild all contributing your um, your attacks and, and and what you get from from your different um, fights to a cumulative like increasing goal. So the more that everybody participates and the more they clear, the more everybody benefits and gets different tiers of, of, of rewards. And that seems maybe the one time where it's like, oh man, like I you know. I, I really need to be doing stuff right now and, and you know as efficiently as possible or whatever to try to help the guild get as much um, out of it. But yeah, it's been it's been enjoyable. I also am interested in talking about the paywall aspect. I have some thoughts about that where I think there's a couple things that frustrate me as a free to play player, but I don't know if uh you know it was it would be enough to to pay. <clears throat> well, yeah, I think the raid mechanic actually is really well done since it is in, it encourages cooperation. It allows participation at all levels because you can set 
the difficulty. So even a brand new player can come in and contribute a little bit. Uh, not a lot, but like you can you can still participate. Um, obviously, the higher you are and the better you are, the more efficient you are, and so you can pr provide more there. And then the rewards are earned guild-wide, which is nice, but you do have a minimum participation requirement to collect them, which is good, too. So it prevents people from just freeloading and doing nothing and, and just snatching up all the rewards. So I do think the raid mechanic is very well implemented. Um, and, and it's pretty it's pretty rewarding. It feels like you get a lot of good stuff that, you know, a lot of the items you get from the from the raid rewards are really useful and, and really not consistently able to be farmed elsewhere sometimes. So um uh there it's it definitely is worthy and it's not I feel like this every two weeks thing has been a little bit taxing. It was nice when it was every month because it gave you like one month where you could really hit it hard. Like every two weeks it's like man like you know, because it does, it does tend to take your heroes away from farming other materials. Yeah. So, like by the end of the event, you tend to be low on a lot of your other materials, yeah. and it's like it kind of impacts your ability to craft other stuff. So, um, you know that, but it's 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 good. I think it's been good. I'm excited to see now that our guild has kind of come together. Um, you guys have gotten a little bit higher level, and I'm I'm excited the next time it comes out to see what we can do as a guild, what we can accomplish. I, I wonder if we'll be able to to kind of push the limits. Uh, on it. Uh, so let's talk about the paywall aspects uh, briefly. So I'll, I'll outline the ones that I see, and you guys can tell me if I missed any. I feel like there's four main ways to pay in the game that kind of lock you out. So the first is seasonal items. So there's seasonal packages um, that will they'll offer you like, you know, $6.99 will unlock certain items. And you can still buy those items from like NPCs in the market, but you can't craft them yourself. So if you're a collector who, if you want to have all the recipes, you can't get the seasonal items without paying. The second, uh, there's two, which are the, there's a gunsmith shop and an academy shop. And those are both locked behind one-time purchases. One is $20, one is $30. And it sucks because you cannot, unlock those any other way there's no way to like grind up or to pay with in-game currency like it's strictly either you pay your 20 bucks and get access or your 30 bucks and get access or you don't and if you don't again all the items and, and materials and services they provide you can get uh from the market other than maybe some of the passives they give um but like the for the gunsmith for example you can buy guns from npcs or from from other players but you can never craft your own and uh, the guns in general are slightly higher uh, value, probably because they're they're paywalled. So like a tier seven gun tends to sell a little bit higher than a, a tier seven dagger that everybody has. So there are there are definitely advantages that you get for for paying those. And then the final the final of the paywalls is the um, is the monthly subscription, which is called the Royal Merchant perk, uh, which is ten dollars a month. And that gives access to quite a few advantages, but um, nothing really that is locked out um, other than item drops. It gives you an extra drop slot for every quest that you do. And then it gives you the ability to repair your items that break with gold rather than repair kits, which are somewhat rare. Um, it gives you discounts on a couple other things. It gives you a reduced chance to have your items break. So a lot of little perks, but it doesn't really lock you out of anything. It's more of a, it's, it's more of really more of a quality of life thing. Um, you know, when your items break, it sucks, but you can always re like the game's about crafting. You can always just recraft whatever you lost. Um, and, you know, uh, but 
those are the four that I can think of that are are really um, that that the game tries to push you into paying for. What? Uh, and then I get. Have you oh, paid I'm for? Uh, so uh, the only I have, the only thing I've paid for is the royal merchant bonus. I think okay. the ability to repair my items with gold, especially as I've gotten to higher levels and I've enchanted my items and I've you know collected rare legendary items that are worth so much. Um, it has been nice. It's been it's been it's really nice to be able to repair with gold. It sucks because sometimes you do a dungeon and like three things break and you got like a hundred thousand dollars worth of mats from the dungeon and you spent like two million in repairs. So you feel like that was kind of a waste. But you know it would have been more expensive if the items had broken. You'd had to replace them. So in the end, I think it's still a good deal. Um, it's nice to have the lowered break rate and the and the little like discounts, but I haven't unlocked either of the shops and I've never bought any of the seasonal packs. My wife has been, I gifted her a Royal merchant subscription for a couple months so she could try it out. Um, and then she actually did get the gunsmith. So I have some experience via her of what that's like. So yeah. she has the gunsmith unlocked and she, she did like that. Um, she decided that she wanted to, she would get that and then drop off of the Royal merchant for, for a month or two to kind of balance it out. So so in <clears throat> true minnow fashion, I actually subbed to the Royal Merchant like a day ago or two days oh, ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because yeah. I've been enjoying the game. I've been playing it for three weeks, and then I've spoken, Shy and I and everybody's spoken a million times, like, I will support somebody who I'm getting value from. Right. And again, mentioned a minnow from a previous podcast. We know what that means. I'm not giving them crap. They could poop on my ten dollars but i want to at least support them and it makes me feel better so i did it for me not for them and so have you had what have you thought now how how has that changed your experience uh, i mean i know you just got like a day ago so probably maybe not that noticeable yet but it's like two days ago or maybe three i have, I have enough experience to have an opinion um yeah. i do like that after coming back from dungeons um i can repair with gold i do also at the same time hate <laughs> That it seems like for some reason, although all items have a ten percent chance of breaking, my high, most expensive item will always fucking oh break, as opposed yeah. to the rest of them. So it does end up costing a lot of money. So I, I've actually found myself taking some of those expensive items off of my characters if I can reach that cap to like oh, hit the hard or hit the medium that I want to. I'll just take it off so that it doesn't even have a chance to break, so I have to pay for it. Um, but I do like that I no longer look at that third category in angst like I used to. And now I could just put collect all, right? And instead of saying like, oh, cool, I'll collect those two and just not that one. Again, not game breaking by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just a nice to have. I think you explained it the best way when you said quality of life improvement. Because just mentally for myself, it's like cool to just hit that collect all button. There's so. definitely some hidden perks as well. That third slot from dungeons oftentimes is a key. Yes. to a chest and like yes. so like you get a lot more keys when you're a royal merchant which leads to a lot more of other a lot things more. yep and the other thing is like the other thing that it it frequently is in that third slot is additional items and so you'll you'll come to find i think as you continue to play that perhaps before you had trouble keeping your shelves stocked like you would sell things faster than you could make them especially as you get later into the game and things take 45 minutes an hour to craft now you're going to have the other problem because as you do dungeons so quick, if you get six, seven items additional per dungeon, yeah. you end up hitting your cap and you're full and you're constantly yeah. having to sell down. Like it's, it's a funny, it's a funny like shift from yeah. not ever having enough and always having to craft. Now you always have too much. You always have to sell. Yeah. So I haven't reset yet. I'm, it feels really well 
balanced right now at right. 35 level 35 where i'm at where my crafts take like 12 to 17 minutes yeah sure. um i'm able to keep like i would call it like 70 percent full so okay. it's, yeah. it's like that's my idea that's an ideal place to be yeah yeah but no i i think i don't know i i, I just like the it feels like and I know all of these games come out to make as much money as possible. That's the only reason they release them. However, it does feel like they care about you genuinely just enjoying the game. And there was, uh, maybe I'm just trying to justify spending $10 on this on this game. <laughs> but it really did feel to me like they care a little bit about just somebody having fun enjoying their game and just want to let people play and shit like that. So I do like that. It doesn't like other than the items that you can craft. Like to your point before, you could experience the whole game. There's, it's not like you get to a point where it's like, oh, I can't, I can't compete anymore because I'm not paying. It's not that. It's not like a pay-to-win situation. What about you, Shy? Have you have you partaken in any of the of any of the P, PTW or PT P2W fair? Easy. For no, me to um, that's good. I don't know. Like, and it's interesting because I might have considered it, and I've talked to you about this. Man, I don't think I've mentioned it to Van, but my game is uh, is kind of glitched. So when I go right. into the shop, or if I see any Forgot kind of that. if I see any kind of transaction option where there would be a price in the banner, it's just a clear, it's just a plain banner. Like you can't even see the the monet the yeah. monetary amount that is charged. So if I go to that shop menu, it's just like a bunch of blank bars beneath. Yeah, the, you're like, like the, the key. Items. Here's a blank check. So like, <laughs> so like I can't I can't spend money on the game if I wanted to. Um, That's and I've thought about I've thought about contacting support. Um, I don't know. Have you tried um, uninstalling and reinstalling? I'm again? a little bit nervous about that. Um, I did take a screenshot of the game ID, so um, that is something I. I when all that, yeah, do you have Android? Um, no, I'm on an iPhone now. So, oh, okay, yeah, um, so I, I couldn't help you there. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I was going to say, it's linked to your Play Store, so there's no way you could even mess up if you wanted to. Yeah, so if I was on, yeah, if I was on, yeah, Google. Um, which I know, like, Apple has, like, the Game Center, or they have a, I think they have yeah, something similar Center. stuff. I don't know if that works mm -hmm. the same way, like, I don't know, like, as far as, like, linking data. Like, I know that, like, it's, like, an achievement-based thing, but. Um, I, I'm, I have, I had some trouble with that as well, like, where, like. So if I go to link my account, like I, I felt like I linked it a long time ago, but if I go to link to my, my account, it sends it pop, gives me a pop up that says, yeah, your connect. account is is already linked to another oh. thing. Do you want to load it? And I'm like, no. What's that gonna do? Is that gonna right. overwrite me with like a, <laughs> right. a level one account or something? Oh, so dude. like I'm scared to do it. Like yeah. I don't want to risk yeah. my account. That's why I, oh. I was like. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna let it be, but I am. It is something I need to probably figure out because, you know, um, if I ever get like, I feel like my phone actually needs a reformat pretty desperately. So we'll see. Um, I, yeah, go ahead, Jay. So, I mean, like, that's something I may, I may contact. I, I guess in the end, I haven't felt like I needed it yet, so it hasn't been an yeah. issue. Like, I haven't felt like, and I honestly, like, with I'm spending some money in some other mobile games, so I don't really need another game to spend mo money in. Like, I think spending money in one mobile right. game at a time is really all I want to do. Um, I think that's that's the other thing. I, I'm approaching Shop Titans more from a, a free-to-play standpoint. I think the one thing that does make me sad a little bit is the repair for gold. Like, it is kind of encouraging to hear from Smiley that it's not like it's just like he spends 10000 get gold and he repairs his items. Like, there is still a gold no, it's cost. Costly. Um, it's costly. So that's, that's good. But, I mean... Um, I don't know that that would still be a lot nicer than 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 having stuff break. And honestly, like you made the comment smiley about you can always just craft more you know items. Like it's a game about crafting, and like that's true. But I feel like normally when I'm crafting, I'm crafting for bounties. I'm crafting to master a recipe. I'm crafting oh, for a champion who wants to buy stuff. Like the last thing I want to do, and I'm struggling with this right now because I, I don't like have like I'm missing a bunch. Of, like I have a bunch of heroes that just have empty slots, and I'm just like oh. 
have all this stuff to like craft besides that. And I'm not going to, and I don't want to buy the stuff off the market. So it's just like trying to like fit in here and there, like uh, you know, a heavy boot or a heavy glove or trying to remember exactly what can they wear? Like what does go there? And just, it's, it, it's, it is, it's, it's kind, kind of annoying, annoying uh, because, and it's, cause then you send them, you start crafting something then you send them out and then your thing finishes crafting, but you can't equip it because they're on a quest. Yeah. And then you forget about it. And then you sell that item to some yeah. dude who comes and asks for it. Oh man. And you're like, oh, yeah. that boot that I crafted. Oh, I sold it. <laughs> yeah. Like having to keep an eye on those customers. <laughs> like, all that time. Well, like, in, all like not time. just that, like bounties, anything. Those customers want to like, yeah. oh, yeah. over all the time. It's like, no, you can't buy yeah. that. That's, um, that's, that's yeah. another purpose. Yeah. Uh, you are going to wait. As soon as somebody asks for it, you can guarantee somebody's going to come in and want that same item, try and siphon yeah. one off from you. Yeah. That definitely happens. Yeah. The, the, Repair with gold, I think, is a huge quality of life. I I really enjoy it. Like that was the thing that that drove me to it. And I think, like I I I would have a hard time, I think, enjoying the game without it. And that's kind of a bad position to be in. It's like I'm kind of tethered to this ten bucks a month, which isn't that much. It's but, almost like they nailed it, right? Yeah, they like, they they knew they knew what they were doing. I think it's not enough but, to where um, you feel connived. Like it's not enough to where you feel slighted right. or terrible. But it's enough to like, yeah, this is the right decision. I should pay this nine ninety nine for this QOL. Because, yeah. like you, Shai, when I, before I subbed, I was running out of slots continuously as well. And I wasn't using my repair kits because they were so limited. Um, yep. So I would just have to recraft it. And, yeah, I had empty slots everywhere. And then now paying with gold, again, yes, some items are really expensive to repair. But I can, like, set my characters with the gear that I want and then know that it's going to be there. So I won't have to. The, ni- the nice thing is you can still use the repair kits if you want. So, yes. like, if like it's nice to say it's like you if you've got something that's like a million gold to repair, it's like, well, you could just throw a repair kit at that. And then if there's a one that's 1,500 to repair, it's a little bit different. But I always keep, like, two to three mil bank on me at all times because I know I may need that for repairs <laughs> if my dudes come back. Like, I never want to get under that. Well, so that, that, I mean, yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. No, go for it. No, what were you going to say? I'm, I'm going to switch topics a little bit. Well, I was going to as well. But it was kind of based off what he said about keeping money on him. That was, I was going to jump okay. into that. Shall you, shall you go ahead first, and then we'll, then we'll circle <laughs> back right. to that. All right. Um, so <laughs> I had, up until like a week ago, I used to just spend all the all the money I had on me all the time, whether it was shop upgrades or just, you know, like, really, that was it. Like, it was it was the, um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, just like, they're just they're always hitting you with stuff. Like, at this level, now you can buy a new <laughs> champion, you can have, you can buy an additional hero slot, you can buy a new dungeon level, like, you know, it's just like, it just seems like it's hard to hold on to gold. And so, um, for some reason during that last gold event, I, something had happened. I think I was decided to hold off for a while. So I had like a million gold on me in my bank, which I normally have not sat on that much up until that point. And, um, one of the crafters came in and sold me like, he, what did he sell? He sold me a, uh, like 10 of those mah, 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 whittles, like it's like the mah swords models. from the event. Yes. It's, and yes, it was like 1.2 models. It, it was like 1.2 mil, like for the sale yeah. price. And I was like, Dang. I wouldn't, I'm, I was wondering, I was like, I bet he wouldn't have even come if I didn't have that money. That was probably based on the fact yeah. that I could even afford it, that he brought those. Yeah. And, and the nice thing about it, as you guys know by now, is when they sell, when an NPC sells to you, they normally sell for like half of the normal value, which then if you surcharge, basically you can turn that into like, four times so i ended up making like yeah. four to five mil off of that mil and so that kind of like i'm like all right from now on i'm pro- i'm really going to try to not drop below at least one two mil like going forward ever because uh, just seeing that like having that money on you really probably opens up some like possibilities as far as just npcs and what they'll be willing to sell you um that you can turn and around those high tier luxurious items are the ones that are the recipes from the event 
And so those actually sell very well on the market. I usually sell them on the market rather than uh, from yeah. the NPC because they, they cost so much to surcharge. But like, I think those swords sell for like 800K a pop yeah. on the market. So it's like if you bought eight for 1.2 mil, like you sell two, you've already made your money back and the rest is just gravy. So yeah, it's a good deal. All right, Van, what were you going to say before? You're going to shift things a little bit? It's a good game. Um, so <laughs> I was going to say, so one thing I haven't experienced in mobile games before is um, like the community. And I, I heard you guys talking a lot about community in other mobile games. And you're talking about like, oh, a vibrant Reddit community and all this other stuff. But I'm talking about more of a local community um, for all these other mobile games. Like, like yeah, Sheena and I have played a couple mobile games in the past together. And we've been in like some friendly guilds and whatnot. But it wasn't to the degree that I feel like I'm able to contribute in this guild now. And I know I'm like barely contributing since I'm one of the, the newer members and, and one of the youngest persons. But I just like that um, there's communication within game. There's communication outside the game with at least, you know, my core friends, which you guys and, and Sarah and everybody um, and Tankin. And I just like that it feels like we're all playing a game together again, even if it's not like an MMORPG where we're sitting down for four hours with a headset and, you know, attacking the same boss over and over. Like we're all in this side-by-side um, -side goal to achieve the same thing. And, and that's a really cool feeling to be able to talk to each other, to bounce ideas off of one another. Does this work? Does that work? What else do we need? And, and kind of fill those gaps. So uh, that that's a huge draw for me to this game is that um, there's a lot of people I'm playing with that I haven't played with in a long time. And some people I'm playing with um, who I've never played before, like Sarah, for example, right? But I get to play with Tankin, and I haven't played with him forever. And then you guys, we have the podcast together. So it's just really cool being able to 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 speak with everybody again and, and enjoy each other's company. I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast or offline, but uh, you know, I said that I thought that really it was going to be hard for us to ever find another, like the next MMO. We've all really since Final Fantasy XI, I think, been waiting for like the next big MMO that's going to bring us all back together and have us all play together. And like, I just don't think that's ever going to happen again. Like our schedules are too disparate. We struggle to find one hour a week to do a podcast for three of us. We talked about trying to find two hours additional a week to do some D D, and that is completely flopped we could not find two hours a week that the three of us could schedule let alone other people and so to me i just don't know that like i mean unless circumstances change for one of us like it's going to be difficult to ever find that again but with a mobile game again you can play a com have a common goal and a common thing to talk about, but can play asynchronously and still enjoy the same experience and contribute and help each other and work together, but not necessarily have to do it at exactly the same time or take time away from what else you're doing to dedicate to it. Like I think I think that might be the future of that because like I'm, I'm really disappointed we couldn't find that D and D time, guys. We got <laughs> to man. We that. tried so hard. Like, we were we getting gotta, ridiculous. It's we don't have proposals. <laughs> We don't have to give up. We keep fighting. But I think was that wasn't that a week ago? I don't. I mean, it hasn't been that long. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> I don't, was it a couple weeks now? I don't. A couple all weeks. Right, two weeks right. ago, I think. All right, all right. Maybe three weeks ago, because wasn't our D and D podcast three weeks ago? It was three podcasts ago because last week was movies. Then before that, we had two. D &D, it was, it was... Before that, we had D and D. Yeah. This is no, the no. third since. Oh, all right, all right. I understand. All right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're getting a little off topic. So, anything <laughs> else about? Um, shop titans. We 
we're probably going to have to table the FFXI mobile discussion for another day. We, I don't think we really have time to give it justice. And I really do want to get into what we were going to talk about with that. Um, so I think we may push that to another week if you guys are okay with it. I was going to say, uh, that was a great wanna, segue into it, but you're right. Like, I think we have to skip was. disc in the drive if we, if we dug into it. Um, and I, and I know there's some, there's, there's some Animal Crossing that we wanted to talk about, though. Yeah, but there, there I got some beef with that special... raccoon. There might be some special guests with Animal Crossing we want to talk about too. So I don't know how, how much hmm. I want to spend on that. So okay, is, they would. Do, um, so so you want you guys want to skip Disc in the Drive and do Final yeah. Fantasy Mobile instead, yes. and then we'll maybe dedicate a full maybe some more Animal Crossing time. I yeah. guess that's fair. We okay. could and if we if, if time presents itself, if we start Final Fantasy Eleven and we're like, wow, this we have nothing to talk about this topic. Yeah, we could do our <laughs> our standard abbreviated you know Disc in the Drive. Yeah, we've been doing. Yeah, I think well, it's I have more like three minutes. No, I have like two minutes of facts I want to talk about, and then the rest is all speculation and what I would like. So, I mean, it can be I as thought, long or as short as I think well, it would be all speculation, but all right, I'm excited <laughs> hearing the facts. All right, <laughs> Maybe well, yeah, let's start facts. with that. Let's jump into Final Fantasy XI Mobile. So, Final Fantasy XI Mobile was announced by a company uh, who we've had some experience with in the past yeah. called Nexon. Um, they do not have the highest reputation amongst this podcasting group, uh, at least Shy and I. I don't know if fans ever had any dealings with Nexon other than did you you played DFO with us for a little bit, didn't you, back in the day? Yeah, like a little bit, and a I didn't, tiny I didn't bit. really like it that much. Yeah, you, I didn't feel like you ever got into it. But um, what about Mabinogi? Did you play Mabinogi? No. Oh, I never did either. I neither did I. Oh. <laughs> Didn't Gray play a lot of Mabinogi XD. games? Gray and XD played that. Uh, anyway, so they announced that they acquired the license to port or do to take some version of Final Fantasy XI, the the uh, the MMORPG that we all met on, um, and turn it into a mobile game of some sort. And that's been in discussion for like ten years now. <laughs> like it's been a, well, I don't know about ten years. It's been a while. No, it's um, literally but, been like eight years. Eight okay. Yeah, so, I was going to say it's been a long time. Crazy. Um, but there's been no news about it. Um, we brought it up because they they released recently, which I think they've done in the past, a you know, like a, the shareholder report, and and the game is still listed on their upcoming titles. And so we thought it'd be fun uh, to talk about a little bit. Since we don't have a lot of information, I guess Van has some facts, so I'd like to hear what those are. But then we want to really talk about, like, okay, if this game comes out for mobile, like, what would we want it to be? Like, what could they release for a Final Fantasy XI mobile game that would actually make us interested in playing it? Um, so, Van, let's start with the facts. What, what do you, okay, what do you so know? What do you, what you got for us? Facts loosely. Lightly. All right. <laughs> it's more like guidelines. like we're mainstream media 2020. Okay? <laughs> the owner of the correction corner is saying, let's use the word facts lightly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you lose I don't believe in alternative. You basically facts, took my only fact. I hope you know that. <laughs> that it's being developed by Nexon. That was like my only fact. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it was. Uh, so originally, for like the first majority of the time in development, um, I personally and, and a lot of people on the internet felt that it was literally going to be a port of Final Fantasy XI yes. onto your mobile phone. And we're all wondering, like, how's that going to work? Um, you know, because there's a lot of directional control. Yeah, there's a lot of buttons that need to be pressed simultaneously in order to manipulate well, this and real, real even screen even, space. Even, <laughs> oh, God. Even, oh. even beyond that, even beyond any of that, think about the way Final Fantasy XI was, was as a game. It was a game about time investment. There were jokes that you had to spend an hour putting a party together and getting to your location before you even started playing. 
And that was true. It was not a joke. No, that is not an, it's not an exaggeration. There were times when it would take an hour to put the party together, get everybody there, get all your materials, get all your potions and your Uchisemi and everything. And then, or Shihei, and then go all the way out to the fucking dungeon. And then, then you're ready to start playing. How, how are you going to have that type of long-term connectivity in a mobile game where people like, well, you get a call and people drop out of your party. Like what happens? I don't, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, yeah, like the format of, does not make sense for a mobile game. Zero sense. Like I was zero talking about screen space. There is a lot of <laughs> on-screen data yes. that is critical to playing that game. Not even well, but just functioning as a, as a game. Like you can't do it on a mobile screen. It's yeah. crazy. I can. So, I have a hard time imagining it. <laughs> with that being said, though, we can talk about a fact that Nexon has mentioned that they're actually looking now to make this not on mobile exclusive. However, that is like their only direction that they want to go, but they have made mention that they also want to make this continue to be uh, cross-platform and even console um, hmm. developed. So, and the they said that one of their strong things... Console 11 worked so well last time, didn't it? They want to stay... They want... PS2 <laughs> <laughs> limitations. Oh my god. They do want Mo- to Mobile stay... limitations? <laughs> they have mentioned... Oh god, don't even go there. It's so bad. They have mentioned... Um, in those briefings that you've talked about and, and interviews and whatnot, that, that again, they, they are seeking um, consoles as a location to, to port this game to, or I guess develop the game, not even porting at that point. Um, but it brings into some question like, okay, so are you developing Final Fantasy XI Remake? Like, are you just making it a fancier? Is it a completely different game altogether that's carrying the same title? Um, but they are trying to stay true to one thing that Final Fantasy XI did that was extremely revolutionary was the cross-platform, right? Between LOL Xbox, PlayStation players, and PC players, all of them could play in the same universe. And even around the world, right? The, the, the um, servers, servers weren't region were integrated. locked. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And, and so they are in trying fact, to stay true to that it as wasn't, well. It wasn't even that they weren't region locked. It was the, the opposite. They were force integrated. Yeah, it was like Japanese for a long time. Japanese and English players were on the same server, and it was a real pain in the ass to server transfer. Like it wasn't like you picked your server; like you got put yeah. on one. And if your friends didn't get put on one, maybe you could buy them a pass so they could come join you. But like yeah. there wasn't; they, they really made it hard. They really tried to make it so that like the English and Japanese players wouldn't just filter to their own servers, which is really cool. And I yeah. really think help was was very beneficial. I think to the game in general. Shine, um, looks like you want to say something. Man. Yeah, You're well, I think for the right I, time. I was trying to look something up because I wanted to check. I wanted to check my facts, but I couldn't find something specific. Um, because I think in that in the last investor report, I believe it was actually labeled Final Fantasy XI reboot. Not Final Fantasy XI Mobile. Oh, so that, that would right? lend some credence to what you're saying, Van, is if they're viewing it more as like almost like a recreation of Final Fantasy XI cross-platform. I would be very yeah, curious. The, working, yeah. the, the original working title was, yeah, FFXI Mobile, right? And then I think they went to FFXI R, and people were like, is that remake? Is that reboot? Is it whatever? And now the working title is supposedly FFXI R2. So it's... <laughs> Take from it what you can, but yeah. featuring Pain, Riku, and Yuna as the oh, primary no. character <laughs> and Ruby. <laughs> um, I don't know. I this. I think there's just a lot of. I think 
I, I just I think I'm really encouraged by Shop Titans and what we're experiencing with Shop Titans right now. How it is us like coming back and playing a game together. And I think it can show that maybe mobile is the platform, like Smiley was saying earlier, that would bring us all together to play a game. And it would be cool to see if they could make a Final Fantasy XI mobile game. You know, a, a, a game that we've all spent so much time playing together in the past on a, on a more robust system, but if they could make the game somehow work in a way that would work with our current lives and schedules where we could still enjoy it together and play it together um, without compromising, you know, the integrity of the entire experience. What's what I'd like to talk about then is like what, so it, let's say this is a reboot. What is the core like aspect? Like what, what can they take from final fantasy 11 and bring to this game that will make it feel like final fantasy 11? What's, what makes it a reboot of that game versus just the another difference. Final Fantasy title? Between a remake and a reboot. I have no idea. <laughs> I think I, mean, I think a reboot means that you could take in a completely different I think a I think a re no, I think a remake is like you're um taking the basic story and structure of the game and kind of uh, like, you know, the Final Fantasy Seven remake is a great example. They this the core storyline is the same. Like, they've redone the battle system, they've redone the graphics, they've added a lot of stuff, but, like, it's still about Cloud going through Midgar, it's still, like, the the core elements are still there. Whereas a reboot, I think, is just, like, we're gonna take this concept and do something different with it, and it may be how different it is fluctuates. Is that, Shai, is that how you... Yeah, See, I think reboot I think, was reboot. I think they can be pretty interchangeable because I think like a good example of reboot would be fourteen, right? Like they they released fourteen or Final Fantasy fourteen originally, and it it was a flop, and so they rebooted that franchise, but they still kept a lot of the same concepts and systems. They just you know, but they changed, but they changed a lot. So I don't, yeah, I think they think there's a fine line there. I think like a remaster would be the really different one where that's really just a, a new graphical skin on like the exact same game basically. Right. Um, a remaster is kind of an update. It's just like it's almost like a port. It's yeah. like we're going to port this to a better system and but the core game is the same. Got it. Maybe I think some bells and whistles. I would say like I think definitely you would have to keep the races. You know, like I don't think you you play around yep. with that. I think you keep the same races. I think you keep the same art style like maybe you pretty it up maybe they're the high res models and whatever but you know I, th I think the 11 had a great art style even though it wasn't yeah, the prettiest yeah. even though it wasn't the graphically most impressive game even we played it for long enough that even well well when it was well past its prime so yeah. so to speak it still was it still was fairly attractive because some they, of those areas um, still i think are just so beautiful oh, and yeah. the armor the Ron design the for it. Yeah. yeah 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 oh yeah the areas yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. And that it's funny because graphics was actually the main thing that kept me from ever getting into WoW at that time, because WoW was cartoony and and all that stuff, right? And, and yeah, I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying they're different, and I prefer no. the Final Fantasy Eleven. Eleven's better. Yeah, you're right. It is a better game. Um, uh, one to me. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, go ahead. You well, the last thing. Last thing I was gonna say was just the job system. I think that you would have to, and it's you not revolutionary. To. Like, I mean, fourteen. I mean, it was. I think I don't know if it was revolutionary at the time, but like fourteen is another Square Enix game that still, you know, uses that same kind of one character has all the jobs. But I think not only that aspect, but also just keeping the the original jobs, maybe how they play, like not really messing with that at all. I think would be huge. I think if you start playing around with that, you're gonna if the if the you know you're trying to pull old school fans into the into the game, like you're gonna get a lot of pushback. You start messing with like core mechanics. Yeah, I I I do struggle a little bit to think out like what could they do 
to make a game that I'd be interested and not ruin it. And I just, (laughs) I really struggle with this. I spent a lot of time thinking about it um, last week when we first brought up this topic. And then I totally forgot what our topic was until, until this morning, <laughs> like <laughs> over the course of the week. And, but, but I still don't have a good answer. Like, I just, I can't, I can't picture what I would even want. Like, I don't know what I would want from a Final Fantasy 11 mobile game other than like, a, it would have to be something that I can't even conceive of, you know, like if they tried to turn it into like almost any of these other mobile games that are out there like i just don't see how it would work Had so, they tried to keep it true to itself its own thing i, I don't know how it would work here, like, what about this is an idea um because i think it'd be yeah. helpful maybe to talk about what are some ways we think it could work and what are some things that we could see it going horribly awry um i think one way we i think i could see it working <laughs> um because i mean we're playing another game right now that's that's hor- amazingly grindy war of the visions we've talked about it before smiley and i i'm smiley i mean we've been playing it a bit and uh and that game like it has a ton of grind in it, which Eleven had. So I mean, it can be that can be done in a mobile game. Um, what if? Oh, I'm not worried about the grind. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like you're talking about, like just like synchronously all the issues that you used to run into. What if um like I'm just thinking like what if you had more like lobby based, more bite sized instanced stuff. So like you want to do an EXP party on your on your character instead of like in a open world shouting. Like what if you create a, like a party in a lobby? that had, like, the jobs you're looking for, the level requirements, whatever, people could, like, jump in. And obviously, maybe maybe that'd be just horrible. Maybe, like, you know, you like it takes an hour to fill it up. I don't know. But, like, it'd be more, a lot more streamlined, you know, as opposed to someone, like... Cool idea. And maybe yeah. it dumps you in the zone. Like, you don't have to, like, worry about someone having a teleport. Now, does that take away some of the charm of Eleven? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, you know, not having to have all the teleports. Yeah. Or, I mean... Um, I didn't really think about that, but that that is interesting. Well, I mean, you still have teleports, but you don't, like... That's an idea of not having it be an open world game, you know. Like, I mean, like that aspects. was one of the cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like one of the cool things about Eleven is it did feel like like there's places I know in the world of Final Fantasy Eleven I know better than places in real life. Like I could still walk from place like from zone to zone. Like I know where things are, Dude, and like it you recognize kinda, trees and rocks yeah, and rivers. It kind of. It kind of. Like, it kind of yeah. gives me a matrix feel where it's like if like I can log into that game and it's the same. It's as persistent as the real world. Like starts to make you wonder. It's like like how I know this isn't a real world and yet I know it better than some real world places. Like it kind of trips you out a little bit sometimes. Real world, <laughs> real world places. But yeah, uh, that's an interesting idea. But like, what if you're even in a real world here? But what if you didn't podcast. have to like move? go everywhere and like if you took out like even if you just took out the travel yeah. time like you said if you form a queue like form a party um and then it's like okay we're partying at, at this location here's the level ranges here's the jobs you fill up okay everybody goes and then okay somebody drops out you know oh take shit I, I gotta go to dinner i didn't i forgot what time it was i gotta get out of here start you start searching for a replacement like you could open that slot just like just like in the old game that'd be very true find a replacement before you leave right you open the slot that you're in and when somebody ding ding replacement found yeah, the, the switch you know button. yeah then you'll switch at the end of the next fight or something like that could be that could be pretty cool um i still don't know how you do combat though like how do you, how do you want to keep combat because i loved i mean that was an amazing part of the game was literally the combat like yes you had your auto attacks but that was dick compared to all the strategy that you had to put into that game 
right? You'd so. have to streamline it. I mean, the nice thing, one nice thing about the game, though, is that the auto attacks were automated anyway. Remember that? So, like, that does go yeah. in the favor of a mobile game, is that, like, you don't have to worry about, like, auto, you know, like, manually auto attacks. It's, it's, like, not, it's not an action game, and so that does help sync up, that can help sync up multiple people on different phones. Like, if it's an action game, I think that can be, coming right. from playing Mega Man X Dive, let me tell you how, how just slight inconsistencies in your connection can really fuck up an action situation so yeah you've opened my eyes a little bit shy you gave me you gave me an idea that that you could work with that that's kind I of i still think cool. it's possible i think it's gonna flop and i'm gonna be fucking pissed well off. and here's the thing we've talked about it briefly like i have no faith in nexon as a company at all um they seem very much like a cat a, a cash and what we call that in payday too a smash and grab like throw that game out there get as much money as you can onto the next target like, and that's the other thing like that's remember, the impression i get from them remember how not pay to win final fantasy 11 was which was oh, a yeah. huge part and continues to be a huge part of its charm like yeah, it was and then it was when, the original the, subscription model talisman came out like the the freaking rage that that created because oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah would teleport you right it would do yes, like a teleport you could or something teleport and yeah. that was that was that was considered pay to win and they got so much flack and they backtracked and never never did that again um so like how do you keep that mentality in a mobile game you i don't see it happening i i just see this game yeah. getting well i mean correct. that's the other thing we talked about is like would it be a gotcha game and if so, what would the gotcha mechanic be? Like yeah, shy throughout shy throughout the idea of like what if you had to unlock jobs through a gotcha mechanic? What if you had to you what if you had to roll 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 and you re-roll till you get ninja unlocked? I really want you know, Sam, like, but I'm stuck playing Thief all the time. <laughs> it's a lot of interesting questions. Uh we could probably discuss this for a long time. I wish we had actually tabled this for a full discussion because I would like to talk about this for like an entire hour but um you know since it's all speculation maybe we'll maybe if we ever get some actual information through this game if they actually give us a timeline when it actually might come out uh maybe we'll revisit it and do a, do a little bit more of a we show we absolutely will we yeah. absolutely will yeah so there's no real maybe there we will yeah um, all right gentlemen any other final thoughts before we go on to the spiel no disc in the drive today as we said we'll we'll hit animal crossing next time or possibly the time after that since next time is probably an I want to hear video game time. I just I want to hear where where Nook touched you and I can't wait Listen listen Tom Nook <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to say I said last time that he treats the secondary player on the console as a second class citizen that has not changed All right I didn't even get invited to the concert All right they didn't even tell me about it they pretended like that concert didn't happen if you know what I'm talking about with the concert Oh, I yeah, got. I yeah, they was like, oh, they didn't even announce it to me. I got on this morning. There's no no talk about it. Sarah gets on. It's like, oh, hey, we're having a concert. Why don't you come? Okay, okay, I see how it is, oh, Tom. So I got to get my I invite to her then, or what? Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Uh, yeah, it was. A, I guess it was closed door event. So uh, no plus yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, no plus one. Not even. She she couldn't even bring me if she wanted to. Have you guys yeah, tried playing at the same time yet? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of lame though. Yeah, <laughs> we, we didn't like we didn't really like it that much um, but yeah but yeah otherwise it's going good sarah's still liking it a lot animal cross is good we'll, we'll give it some more time next time all right um that's what happened that's why i hate tom he's a, he's a bastard um i'm gonna write him a sternly worded letter 
Um, anyway, if you would like to reach out to the Focus Target podcast, if you want to tell me why I'm wrong about Tom Nook, if you want to tell me why I'm right about Tom Nook, uh, or anything else, if you have if you have information about the Final Fantasy XI mobile game that we don't know about, we would love to hear it. Please, um, you know, let us know. We can be found uh, at Twitter uh, on Twitter at Focus Target. We can be found on YouTube, Focus Target Podcast. Uh, on iTunes, we're the Focus Target Podcast. And of course, our email address, focustargetpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for being with us again. Happy Memorial Day. We'll be looking forward to seeing you next week. I'm your host, Smiley. This is Shy. And I'm Ben. As always, cover us, Porkins. We're out.